0: You are listening to the Indie Audio. This is the October 2019 edition of The Independent. This article is the NYPD's stupidest arrest, and then the cop lied about it with no consequences, by Theodore Hamm. On a Friday evening in late October 2016, Frankie Breton, a senior at NYU, returned from the first day of his internship at a Manhattan consulting firm to his girlfriend, Catherine Dehata's Place in Washington Heights. When Breton arrived, he found Dehata ex-boyfriend furiously trying to kick in her apartment door. When Tejada's ex, Manny Matias, saw Breton, he yelled at, that's homeboy, it's on. Matias then charged at Breton, landed several punches. The fight spilled out of the building, at which point Matias took out a knife and began stabbing Breton, who suffered sharp cuts to his right hand. Breton next tackled Matias, forcing him to drop the blade. Breton then grabbed the knife, put it in his pocket, and ran down the block. Matias picked up a piece of wood and chased after Breton, who called 911 and flagged down an NYPD squad car. As Breton and the other officers arrived back at Tejada's building, more cops pulled up. When Breton exited the squad car with officers, Matias shouted, That's him! Breton showed his bloody hand to the cops, but Matias, though unscathed, insisted, No, he stabbed me. NYPD Sergeant Freddy Cruz then searched Breton for a weapon and found Matias' knife in his pocket. Although Tejada and other witnesses assured them that Matias was the assailant, the cops nevertheless cuffed Breton. He and Matias were brought to the 33rd Precinct, where the latter was already wanted for earlier assaults on Tejada. At the station's house, Matias gave a statement against Breton, whose cops then charged with first-degree assault. Matias walked out of the precinct a free man. Breton was held in custody until his arraignment that Saturday in Manhattan Criminal Court, where, despite being charged with a violent felony, he was released without bail. Breton's hand was still bleeding, so he went to the New York Presbyterian Hospital, where doctors told him that, although he needed sutures, too much time had elapsed after the initial wound to apply them. He had received no treatment while in custody. Things then even got more absurd. On that same Saturday, NYPD officer Steve Clark, who had arrested Breton, taken Matias' statement at the precinct, and sent the report charging Breton to the Manhattan's DA office, visited Tejada's apartment. Clark proceeded to apologize to Breton for wrongly arresting him and to Tejada for releasing Matias without searching for active warrants. Clark's remorse, however, was not combined with an important corresponding action. He did not withdraw the initial reports against Breton that he had filed with the district attorney. In January of 2017, just over four months after Breton's arrest, the Manhattan DA's office, which had conducted its own investigation of the incident, dropped the charges on the ground that Breton had acted in self-defense. Such are the facts of the case as alleging in a civil lawsuit filed by attorney Andrew Stengel in the Southern District of New York. The suit's primary claim is wrongful arrest, and it names the city of New York and NYPD officers Clark and Cruz as the main defendants. Earlier this month, federal judge Joe Cotal rejected an effort by the city's lawyers to dismiss the case. During oral arguments that preceded his ruling, Cotal clearly viewed the above outline of events in the case to be compelling. The plaintiff has made strong case that there was evidence here that contradicted probable cause to arrest Breton, Coltel told the city's lawyers and Stangle. He further advised the city's team that the case cries out to be settled sooner rather than later. As Stengel told Judge Coltel, initial settlement discussions between the two sides had stalled by the time the late July court appearance. You may want to reconsider, Coltel told the city's lawyers at the time. But as Stengel told The Independent, the city's team that made an offer was not serious and in bad faith, and in early September, Coltel thus issued a ruling allowing the case to go forward to a possible trial where a jury could award Breton a far greater settlement than he had requested. No probable cause decisions are not common, says Stengel, who credits Brooklyn exoneree Jabari Collins, now a paralegal, for his indispensable consulting work on the case. The NYPD doesn't have license to ignore the affirmative evidence of a suspect's innocence, Collins says, and they also must inform the DA when they uncover such evidence. As George Joseph and Ollie Winston reported for the Gothamist this week, Stengel has been waging a battle in state Supreme Court to force the city's DA to turn over any do-not-call lists of cops with track records of making false statements. Officer Clark might be a good addition to the Manhattan DA's list if he isn't on there already. Epilogue. Matias was not charged for his assault on Breton, but he has had several scrapes of the law since the 2016 incident.